Welcome to the Performance Health Podcast. My name is Tim Karen. Today we're going to be talking about principles for key performance indicators, aka KPIs. This one for me is really, really important. I really hang my hat on having targeted specific goals and trying to set benchmarks to accomplishing those goals. So principles, KPIs, it's going to be a really good month. I'm really excited for this. Make sure you check out the website because there's going to be a lot of great resources on there, tying a lot to the concepts of measure what matters, uh, talking to different folks and different resources that I think will help in terms of setting good goals, as well as make sure you guys check out the book Strength Deficit that's available for order. So that is finally printed. We are getting those out to everyone here very, very shortly. Is going to be how you leverage the difference between eccentric and concentric strength. And one of the things that we talked about in KPIs is having a very deliberate and specific goal and having that confidence to do that. And saying that I need to increase the deficit or decrease the deficit is just a way of doing a KPI. So in both these aspects, the module we're going through now, it's setting a goal. And the book is really a how I set a goal and what the goals are. So Strength Deficit, available on our website. It will be available on Amazon here as well shortly. Whatever your preferred method of buying it, I guarantee you're really going to love that resource. Check out Realize.me. This is your command center for all health and performance data. I use it personally. I use it with my clients. I use it with my coaches. This is the way we track and triangulate all of our data. I'm going to have a bunch of blogs coming up on their blog about you know, why I use it, how I use it, and what is the actual value it's bringing me. So check those out, realize.me. Get on the newsletter, try to get on their wait list. They're going to be getting a lot of great people, a lot of people added here very shortly. Get amazing discounts, get access to this incredible dashboard where you can see all of your information presented there from any wearable, anything that you're using to track your your data. Realize.me, your command center for all health and performance data. Without further ado, let's get into this actual module because I think you guys are really going to enjoy it and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. A lot of stock into really understanding what the point of training is. Uh, and I think this aspect in breaking down key performance indicators is a really important one for all of us, and I would say not even just from a coaching perspective, but, but just from a life perspective, that if we aren't really deliberately shooting for something, we're, we're essentially just moving. And you know, I think exercise is one of these things that we can confuse activity with accomplishment quite a bit. Uh, the, the act of doing is not necessarily uh, as important as the act of accomplishing something. And what I really find with a lot of coaches is we hide behind this app, this focal point of just doing something to do something without any regard for really accomplishing much of anything. And what I would really start to implore offer coach out here is, now are we doing that in every aspect of our life and not just thinking about it from this very specific lens of training, are we doing that with our own careers, right? What is your actual goal? Why are you on this website? Why are you listening to this podcast? Why are you going through the modules? What do you want for your career? What is your goal? You know, we talked about it in, in various uh, blogs, but this idea of a pre-mortem is based off of having some sort of tangible thing that you want to accomplish. And one of the beautiful things about a pre-mortem is you start to establish limiting factors and start to figure out strategies and, and, and methods to kind of overcome those limiting factors. And I think when we're looking at that, it really comes down to 
what is the actual tangible goal? And this is a very broad and nebulous term, but you know, when we talk about goal, you know, it, it's something that we put out there to the ether and say that this is something I want to accomplish. However, it's the follow through which really determines that. And I think a lot of times we see people often forget that. But for the part of what we're going to talk about with this in module, it's going to talk about key performance indicators from developing some sort of rationale behind your training, right? And you know, one of the things that we've talked about a lot with coaching is is picking a target and trying to shoot it. And then a lot of times we're talking about with various other models that we're going through in terms of variability and duality, it's making a small, a small target bigger, right? It's giving us more bandwidth. And some other times we're talking about it's, it's, it's eliminating useless targets, right? It's about finding the right thing to do and then trying to have our best chance to do it. So one of the things that I want everyone to pause and look through this, and I put in the actual uh, the forum on our website, is read through, measure what matters. And then the other big thing is go through the actual TED Talk that goes into measure what matters. And what you'll find is it's the act of doing versus the act of accomplishing something, which is actually a bigger decrement. Right? Wasted energy is a really big missed opportunity. And in training, the arbitrary, I was tired or I was sweating or I threw up or whatever it is that we might validate something that we're doing without context of something. Like, I'm gonna make that much of a sacrifice. It better be towards something that's a greater good. So when we're talking about KPIs, you know, the thing that we're gonna talk about, specifically principles, in this concept of having some skin in the game, it takes courage to actually say something that you wanna do. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I really resonate with, with block periodization, and we'll talk about this in our periodization as well as various other things. I mean, you can look at the whole book that I finished in terms of strength deficit is, is saying that I think that if I'm going to improve this aspect, that that's going to lead to performance better than just kind of generally improving. Right. And when we talk about block periodization, it's simply built off the guise of that I have something deliberate that I want to accomplish and I'm going to layer in a undulating block system of accumulation intensification until I get to that point. That whole entire construct or framework is based off of having something specific that we want to accomplish at the end. And the hope is that a house of cards that's just going to crumble when we have one crappy block that didn't make any sense or when we have poor execution, or we don't have really good testing, and we don't have good validity and reliability. It's this idea of, you're essentially putting pressure on yourself to be as good as possible for your athlete or client. And I would be remiss to say that's the difference between a professional and a amateur. A professional strength conditioning coach is someone who has a very clear idea of what they need to do and has the courage to lay out a plan to do that. But then also has the awareness to understand when that plan isn't going in effect and getting us to eventually to point B. Now, how we determine that is a different construct altogether. But the idea is we are actually determining something that we want to accomplish in training. And we're going to find the best, me best methods, the best framework, the best system to get that done at as high of a probability as possible. So a key 
key performance indicator is something deliberate that we need to accomplish. And what the term KPI or key performance indicator would mean is that this is going to have some sort of direct correlation to performance. That is a key attribute to success in whatever it is that person wants to do. Play a team sport, can they be faster, can they be stronger, can they be able to be more skillful? They play an individual sport, do they need to do the things from a bioenergetic, biomotor or biomechanical aspect to be successful within their sport? A private training client, I want to lose body fat. That's a very specific thing. And one of the things I see is this, it's a square peg round hole. It's everything is a hammer. So everything better be a nail syndrome. It's blindly associating things that it may be irrelevant to something that isn't specific to the goal. And this is where I get really hung up on social media is when people start to make broad sweeping or broad all encompassing statements or very like pendulum swinging statements in a way that I think is counterproductive, right? Like strength is the mother of all qualities or we should only work speed, blah, blah, blah. It's not really relevant to anything, right? Context is the most important thing. If that key performance indicator calls for it, then you're right. If that key performance indicator doesn't call for it, then you're quite frankly off. And one of the, the metaphors I use a lot with, with coaches when I'm going through this concept is when we go to a roulette table, there's pretty much two strategies, right? There's this idea of I'm just going to put as much chips around the board as possible to get to increase my likelihood of winning. My return is less because I've diluted my my money into a bunch of different numbers or colors versus I'm going to just pick a number and let it ride. Now, potentially, and this is potential, if you're really good, and you know a lot of the variables at play, you may know that there may be a magnet underneath one of the numbers. And you're saying, I know exactly what's going to win. So I'm going to put all my chips on that number and I'm going to let it ride and I'm going to get a huge return. To me, that's what KPIs are. KPIs are knowing what's going to be the most effective thing for that athlete and then doing what's necessary to get to that KPI. That to me is what is really important about KPIs. And I think it takes courage, even if you know, and you see people do this all the time, when they know something's absolutely right. We've talked about Oakham's razors before, the most logical, simple answer is probably the right one, that they still struggle to commit to it. That is so glaringly obvious that it's the right thing to do, yet they still really have a high difficulty committing to that. But the good thing, good thing, unfortunately, is there's principles to support this, this logic, right? And we've talked about this within training, is this idea of specificity and individuality, that we'll be good at what we repeatedly do, and then people respond differently to the same stimulus. So the key being is I know what I want to accomplish. Now I need to do things in a specific manner to get to that, right? The obvious thing, if I want to be fast, I got to do things that are higher velocity, more power. If I want to be strong, then I got to do things that are more relative strength or absolute strength or higher force. 
if I want to improve capacity, then I got to do things that are longer duration or more density. Bottom line is I got to do things that are very specific to the task at hand, as well as I need to know where that person is starting from. That if that person is starting from a completely detrained state, that makes a big difference in where I need to layer certain attributes towards a larger goal. That person is very developed. That person is extremely skilled, et cetera, et cetera. Then what do I need to do that's specific and individualized to that person to help them reach that key performance indicator, relatively speaking to a goal? You know, and I think as we start to break down, you know, KPIs and having this, you know, really like emotional and cognitive maturity to say, I know what needs to be done. Here's the best means and methods to doing that. I can take solace in knowing that there's principles, which are true without context, of individuality and specificity that will get me there, right? Doing obviously things, relatively speaking, to a key performance indicator is important. Doing things that are based off of that person's starting level and the way they react and respond to that is very logical and reasonable. I don't think you're going to get much blowback on that, right? And I think one of the things that we should do is is put this to the litmus of explain this to our athletes. Like, what do you think you need to do to be performing at a higher level? You know, generally speaking, it's maybe something like, I need to get faster. And then you say, okay, we're going to do this. We're only going to lift heavy. That's it. It's going to be super slow. And we're never going to do any plyometrics or any direct speed work. Only to lift heavy. But it's going to transfer, right? And, and it, there is a logic to that. There is, and I'm not saying that's a completely wrong thing, especially if their force velocity curve is off. We're going to have to work really hard to convince that person that's saying, I want to get faster, that they need to get stronger. Conversely, and I'm not saying this is the right thing either, but I am saying it's a little easier to understand, and that may be something to think about, is all we're going to do is do plyos and speed work. And you're thinking to that person, that should resonate, right? That should it should make sense inherently, right? My private training client that wants to lose body fat. Really, there's two big key things here. I need to either take in less energy or expend more energy. Hey, I'm going to put you in a caloric deficit and I'm going to do a high density or high duration amount of cardiovascular work. That should make intuitive sense to that person, right? Again, if I said to that person, we're just going to lift really, really heavy. They're going to be probably scratching their head and going, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Can you elaborate on why that's going to change me to what I want? And these are really important things. And where it gets convoluted is when we get back into the individuality aspect, right? There's limiting factors before we even start, right? People have asymmetries, pain restrictions, range of motion. People are bioenergetically and physiologically broken, right? They have high resting heart rate, high blood pressure. They have, they have very low HRVs. They poor heart rate recovery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Probably sleep, poor sleep, poor hygiene, all these things. And you're thinking, we got to fix that before we can get to the, the real specific stuff. You're going to have to explain that. And you have to say everything we do that's specific towards your goal is going to be limited by what we, by our current, current functioning level, whether it's biomechanically or bio or physiologically. You know, and I think as we start to break down you know, what is a KPI, we need to be respective of these two key principles and then looking at it from the context of 
how am I going to explain this to this person? There should be a level of relatability to this. There should be a level of, of congruence from the coach to the athlete and the athlete to the coach that we're all in this together. When people have a shared belief in something, the chances of success go up infinitely more than people having different views on that. Especially when the person that's supposed to be getting towards that goal doesn't believe in what they're doing. But establishing a KPI gives some sort of context as to saying, hey, this is where you're at. So we need to work on this before we can get to that. Establishing a KPI gives credence to the coach when he's doing something very obvious and very specific, even regardless of their philosophy is built around compound multi-joint movements with progressive overload through all three planes of motion with, the, with respect to principles of training and principles of the universe and physics. There's an element of, I have to do what's right for that person. So as I start to break down, you know, what is our goal with training? For me, that's the most important attribute that we need to figure out. And it goes back into this concept. And what I talked about in terms of measure what matters, but it goes into the most famous line in all of tracking. What gets measured gets managed. And what KPIs does is give some sort of indicators in terms of what we're, where we're at, where we want to be, and what we need to do in a sequential manner to get into that point. And we've talked about this with our first ever module in coaching is this idea of quality control, but going into this other idea that we're looking at complex problems in a complicated manner. And all this is doing is giving us something to say through a complex problem that I can create check marks and getting closer and closer to it. I can never create this perfect order and sequence, which goes back into this other idea of every year we probably should be establishing new KPIs. But it goes into this major, major understanding that when I create KPIs, I create micro indicators or multiple check-in points to establish if I'm getting net closer. And if I'm not, I have to have the idea of go, okay, was this an execution problem, meaning that I didn't implement the program the way it should be from a technical proficiency, a consistency, a focus that was necessary to get the job done, or from a hypothesis or framework thought, right? There was a wrong actual training approach. But the philosophy we applied to this was the wrong point of view. And I think that's something that we have to have some sort of bandwidth to do, right? And we talked about that coaching maturity. It's having the confidence to pick something that we're going to do based off of what the goal is, but then having the awareness to shift gears when that's no longer working. Having the ability to go, hey, we're not moving closer to this goal. So I either need to revisit the way we're executing the program or maybe I need to reconsider the idea behind why we programmed this the way we programmed it. And I think this goes into this idea of where we're at and making improvements gives you some sort of accountability. It gives you accountability as a coach. Like who is holding you accountable? You can talk in big words. You can say things like, say things that are in multiple syllables. You can quote other things. But if we're not moving that closer to something, then we're really going to 
struggle to justify why we're doing it in the first place, why we have the responsibility of doing it in the first place. And this is where I get hung up on quite a bit. I really lean in on this. And I have two big things that I need to really get across to everyone. I own a business. And if that business isn't making money year over year, then that business is no, not successful. It's about as specific of a KPI as you can possibly get. Businesses are supposed to be profitable. So if I'm not making money, again, is it a logistic thing or is it a philosophy thing? I have to evaluate both. If it's a logistics thing, I need to train my staff. I need to train my system better. If it's a philosophy thing, I need to understand what it is I'm being asked to do and find the best solution to it. Remember, all models are wrong, but some are useful. I can look at it from that perspective. But as a coach working with a team sport, if my, say we're working with football, if my 22 starters on day one are playing all 12 games in college football plus postseason, your chances of winning go up exponentially. And it could go into the idea of like, maybe I'm not really equipped to to evaluate talent and who's to say who's going to be starter on day one's going to be starter on you know game 12. But if we walk into the season and we have our 22 best guys, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and they are capable of practicing and playing throughout the entire season, your chances of being successful go up. And if they're getting hurt, your chances of get, being, being unsuccessful go up as well. So if we look at it from the context of my big KPI is keeping people healthy so they can perform at the highest level to give us their best chance to win, I need to look at our programming and the way we execute in our programming to ensure that our 22 guys are playing all 12 games plus postseason. And what are the tests that allow me to do that? Screening is probably one of the most scrutinized and debated things, but there are some that are peer reviewed and there are some that actually have a higher predictability to performance as well as predicting of injury than others. Your goal is to find those ones that do that. And yes, we want our athletes to get faster. We want our athletes to get stronger. We want our athletes to become bigger and more conditioned. All these things being inside, but a bigger, stronger, faster, better conditioned athlete that gets hurt is a net zero. So we need to figure out what are the things that we need to screen and test for, what's the diagnostic that allows us to get some sort of appraisal of us making us closer to that goal. And when we start to look at those testing, we have to ensure that they're both reliable and valid, right? Is it testing what's it supposed to be testing? And can we repeat that test with multiple people in multiple different time frames, in a high level of consistency. Because if the KPI is based off of anything, it's based off the way we do things. It's based off how well we do it and how consistent we are with the way we do it. It's based off of what was the original pretense in the first place, right? Doing an irrelevant test for a KPI is a waste of time. And that's the other part too. It might come at the expense of something that you like doing. It might come at the expense of something that you want to do. It might come at the expense of something that you identify with personally as a coach. And we have to remove that bias and that preference. Because the bottom line is 
this is what performance is. Performance is setting some sort of goal that is collectively agreed upon upon everyone. And when you read Measure What Matters, you'll talk about this idea of objectives and key results. The objective is what, and the key results are the things that are going to help us get to that. It's outcome and process goals. It's the same concept. concept. KPIs and micro-testing is what really is the big premise here. That this is going to lead to ultimate performance. And if I reach that, then I've done my job. And I actually wanted to talk about like this idea of process because we should have some sort of key results that we're looking at on a given day and a given week and a given month and close and helping us getting closer to a net positive. And this holds us accountable. It keeps standards. It keeps us some sort of some sort of a, a ability to di diagnose ourselves as coaches. You know, one of the things I talk about with how do I evaluate you? I, I evaluate our coaches in multiple ways, but the biggest thing is one, are we getting better? Two, are the tech is the technique, the way we taught it being being executed upon? And then three, if people aren't doing something, can we hold them accountable to it? You know, do we have actual substance with what we're doing? And after that, if we have all three of those things in place from technique, accountability, and actually performing better than what we did, if it doesn't lead us to improved overall performance relative to a KPI, then I have to evaluate the hypothesis in which we were doing it. I was wrong in terms of the overall framework and method. That if we're not faster, if we're not getting, if we're not, if we're getting hurt, if we're getting, if we're not getting the size that we need, if we're not conditioned the way we need, I didn't do my job, relatively speaking, to what I was asked to do. And this is what KPIs is so fundamental at. And I can see that there's going to be some folks that are really good at, at saying they're doing a lot, but they're really not. There's some folks that are really good at you know, fighting to do what they want to do. And I've been there and I've been in that situation. And you better hope you're right. Because if collectively, you know, you're not reaching the mark of getting your athletes on the field and playing at a high level or helping your clients reach goals, they're going to find someone else who will. And hopefully you have a say in what those goals are and what's realistic and what's attainable and what actually matters. You know, the folks that have want the kitchen sink, you have to have discipline as a coach to say, hey, I can't do all that. Of those 10 things you just listed, what's the one thing that matters most? That might be something you have to have a conversation on. You know, try to master everything. You become, you become nothing in the process. You know, as I look at what KPIs do is saying, hey, this is a shared, shared interest, shared belief in what we all need to do to accomplish something greater than what we are currently in this day. And when we look at training, training's overall intent is to improve relative to what we started, right? The whole hermesis effect that we're trying to intentionally apply stress to get some sort of physical outcome. And if we can get that outcome, our chances of being successful are greater. What is that outcome that we want? And what do we need to do? And how do we do it? When do we do it? Really determines the success of a coach. So take a look at this module, get on the website. Let's ask some questions. You know, I, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna 
pop some stuff on the forums here a lot more here going forward. Um, and if you're not a member, uh, we have a forum where we have dedicated to all of our current members and they can ask questions, they can network, they can really get into the, the nitty gritty on this. But, you know, I'm going to post a couple things that I think will be relevant uh, to the conversation is about KPIs and what, what we can help to determine you know, performance outlets that I think will help all of our coaches and anybody, right? Business, anything, it doesn't matter. You know, what's our goal as a teacher is to get everyone to pass the standardized test that graduate, learn, I don't know, right? But everyone collectively has some sort of, some sort of greater outcome that they want based off the things that they're doing. We don't do things unnecessarily just to do them. Sometimes we do, but you know, to be honest, it's not entertainment or we're hopefully not entertaining people. So take a look at the module, get on the website, uh, I think this will, that's just going to accentuate learning. And I'm really excited about the overhaul of the website. Um, if you're not a member, um, we just completely overhauled our entire website. It's got this really good module view to it. I think it's going to help you a lot in terms of, of just the feel, um, the intuitiveness, the, the overall aesthetic, the, the, the value that it will bring is going to be way more. And if you're currently a member, thank you for being a part of this. Um, thank you for being on board. Uh, took a lot of good feedback and hopefully it's going to help answer a lot of those questions. But all right, guys, we'll make sure you guys go through all the stuff that we have on our website, blog, et cetera. Stay tuned next week. We'll go through practical and, uh, and then case study on our, on our actual module. And then we'll actually have Matt Shadid on here talking about what he thinks about KPIs. So it's a really cool month. I'm excited for this.